Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Real Veal universe, the Fool, the Sport, and the Press podcast proudly brings to you the wrestling podcast live from the Nitro Zone. No, I know what I mean. The Nitro Stage. That's what I want to call it. Hey, the ways and chest shots. I am your host, Jeff, and I'm joined as always by Nick. Nick, say what's up to the people. Howdy, everyone. How are you doing today? <laughs> Gotta put on my salesman voice today. Oh, man. That's tough. That's rough, man. So oh, yes, it is very rough. <laughs> it is very was... rough out here in these streets. Oh, man. Just getting to know how y'all doing. That's what's up, man. Let's, they can follow us, 808s and chest shots on the Twitters and the Instagram. I mean, on the Instagram and the Facebook. There, you threw me all off with that one. Uh, <laughs> let the people know where they can find you at your social medias, dog. They can find me on Twitter and IG under the name Nacho Manique. That's what's up. And I'm Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, before we get going, Nick, I, I don't think we're talking about this on the show. Um, SummerSlam. Here's what I'm thinking. What you thinking? SummerSlam. You're gonna be you're gonna be in the city, right? Correct. Okay. Fresh from what? LA, right in the city. Fresh from LA, right in the city. I like it. I like it. What if we did a special 808s and chair shots t-shirt from the studio? Or from the studio, we can do that. Okay, all right. Yeah, I like where you're going. We can do that from the studio. And we release a special, our first 808 Chair Shots t-shirt that weekend. Hmm, sounds like a good weekend release something. So we're going to release our first merch. Our first merch. First merch from oh, no. 808 Chair Shots will be released on SummerSlam weekend. Number one. I like it. All right. I like it. I like it. I'm with yeah, it. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get going with the show, Nick. What's the first topic? All right. Monday Night Raw was kind of interesting. Okay. Seems like we had some comebacks on Monday Night Raw. So what you thinking? I'm going to let you let you leave with this one. What you thinking? Because I liked it, but, you know, I, I'm jaded a little bit. So go ahead. Now go ahead. <laughs> speak your own. Speak it. Speak it. So which one, who do you want to start with? Which one? Just go ahead and with? speak it. You start it. Okay, so Raw comebacks on Monday. I saw it. What made me jump on Raw was that Oscar was back, right? Right. And because if I'm if I'm being honest, I was not watching live, right? Right. And I just happened to, uh, you know, be going through uh, this the Bleacher Report app, watching the playoff something. And then it showed it had that listed there. I said, well, let me go ahead. And <laughs> <laughs> let me go ahead and turn on here. Yeah, because, for the people that don't know, raw viewing, I mean raw um viewers went down drastically because you know it made playoffs, but go on. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's what I'm here for. So um <laughs> so I turned back. And I saw Oscar was back, and I was a happy guy. And Word. and then there was another <laughs> return that I was a little surprised about. 
Mustafa Ali returns. Right. I thought I thought he wanted out. Yeah, he wanted out, but they gave him a storyline. You're right. That, that, they give you a storyline, they want you back out there, you know. Yeah. So yeah. far as I'm concerned, I really not jaded on that one. I really I'm more like, okay, cool, you back on here, you know. Yeah. Get you some money before you decide to leave in what, two, three years. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I ain't that. got no problem with that. I just wasn't expecting it to be this fast. So I thought he would at least be out after SummerSlam. To be yeah. honest. But I can see him in theory putting on a good giving us a good match. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much fine with that. Also, I'm pretty interested in the Champa Mustafa Ali match as well. Cause those are two very conflicting styles there. That could go anywhere. That can go anywhere. It can go anywhere. I like it. You're right. You're right about that. That could go anywhere. Right. Not so I'm, I'm pretty much cool with that. Um, those two returnees are pretty interesting. Rumors were heading around for them. So I'm cool with both of them returning. Give us some more people. But also, man, SmackDown looking thin over there. Yeah. yeah. Almost as if it's, it's becoming a less and less of a... Um, well, let me not say that. Not less and less of a priority. Oh, okay. But more and more, just let Roman do what the hell he want to do because he's carrying the show and we'll just let him, you know, yeah. Also, if this is a hot take to you, okay, I was going to save it. We're going to bring this up. Okay. Do you think Raw is better without having a champion on there? Yeah. Say what you want. I, I So, yeah, my answer is yes. Say what you want about when Brock had the belt and he wasn't there every week. I don't ha- I don't have to see any wrestler every week. I'm a you know, I love D. Bry. I love CM Punk. I love Roman Reigns. I love all these people. I don't have to see them every week. Mm-hmm. That's one of the few things AEW does better than WWE right now is. You don't see everybody. I mean, unless you're just super duper fan and you watch it dark, AEW dark, and the other YouTube show. Like if you're doing all that, man, you are you are you a beast. But if you're not, if you're not watching <laughs> those, then you don't see everybody every week. And that is to me a helping. Like that helps. I mean, for me, it helps with the storylines for other stuff. That is my thing. Yeah. yeah. And it helps them be like, okay, cool. Um Let's start with this. Let's build this up. Let's keep this going. Let's move around with this yeah. until we decide to bring a champion back on the raw, on the raw I side. So I don't think you. I don't think we get that for a while. I we don't get that for a while because um, yeah. Roman finna have them titles for at least to at least SummerSlam. I think. Yeah, I, I think. Hear me out. I know we kind of jumping around a little bit, so listeners are we're sorry, but I think before before Roman loses the belt, we're going to undisputed champion again. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what that belt's gonna look like. I don't know, but I do think that's where we're going. We're gonna we're gonna combine everything because it's a reason why everybody's debuting 
and they're coming back to Raw because they're debuting and this is going to be one show. I mean, two shows, not one show, but one brand, I should say. Okay. I agree with that. I agree. All right. What Becky Lynch talking about? All right. So, um, Becky Lynch. Ah, Becky, 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 Becky. Becky decides to say that she does not believe that AEW's women division is as good as WWE's. Okay. She went on and said this in a quote. Hold on, let me pull it up. So I wish I could, unfortunately, yes, but unfortunately, I don't think they're represented the way that we are. They don't get as much time as we get, and frankly, they're not as good as we are. Certainly on Raw. We have the best women's division in the world. In the world. I say that without hesitation in my voice. We have the best women's division in the world. Competition is great, but it is great to be, I mean, we're, competition is great, but it's great for there to be another place. And I have a very good friend, Ruby Soho over there. I would love to see her as champion one day. I would love to see her getting the spotlight she deserves. Competition is always great. But over there, but over here, I mean, but over here, mm. we're on another level right now, man. We're on another level. That is let me from guess. featured let me guess that cut of, of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, she didn't lie. She didn't lie, but at the she same time, lie. she didn't sweep around her own front door. Let's <laughs> try to sweep around mine, as the old folks would say. Okay. Where the older folks, my my uncle, shout to the aunt. Um, shout to the real. The real Aunt Jericho is still in there, bro. Oh, that's so Memphis. Jericho would he had bro at the game, Jericho and Morant jersey. Oh my god. Dead ass <laughs> serious. But um y'all don't I mean, if you really look at it, we already looked at this. WWE doesn't give the women enough time anyway. AEW doesn't give their women enough time. Yeah. They don't have other outside the championship type of fuse going on. But here's the thing about here's why she didn't lie. WWE has the four horse women plus Bianca plus Rhea, Oscar plus Rhea, plus, Rhea Ripley. Rhea, plus Rhea Ripley all championship level contenders. Right. Right. If we're being honest, only if we're being honest, is who it's uh Dr. Brick Baker and the young lady she's feuding with and Jay Cargill. That's it. That's all we care about, AEW. I mean, mm-hmm. you could say Ruby Soho, but or I'm not Ruby Soho, but you you say her too, but there's other maybe one other young lady. I can't remember her name. I do apologize, but it's not Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. That's it. That's it. After that, it's not much we care about. Mm-hmm. But you I right. think 
I mean, I just think you need to analyze it first from outside before you analyze somebody else's. That's true. And if, and if we're really going to keep it a buck here, oh, impact women's division is better than WWE <sighs> right now. Impact women's division. I know why you say that because they they have and continue to put an emphasis on their. Is it still called knockouts division? Yep. Yeah, on their knockouts division. They've always put an emphasis on that, and they've always done it very well. They were the first to improve their women's division before anybody. So I give you that. But it's hard hard to beat them four-horse women, man. Yeah, it's hard. We we left out Ronda Rousey. Say what you want. She's a name. She's a name. Does she count, though? Big name. (sighs) I guess. But yeah, um, that's my pick. Also, um, since we're talking about women's before we move over, um, a match was announced on Rampage for Rampage. Uh-huh. Hear these names. <clears throat> TBS champion Jay Cargill, Red uh-huh. Velvet, and Kiera Hogan. Kiera Hogan, we like her too. Okay. Versus Willow Nightingale, Trish Adora, and Sky Blue. Okay. Why did I mention this? Because I have four people in here that I have named in the Black Wrestling used to watch. That's correct. That's correct. So let's move on here to AEW since we're talking about these. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's go ahead. Since we're talking about AEW, let's bring up a question I told you, but now it's pretty much official. CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page and Double or Nothing. Yeah. What you thinking? Um, you have to do this. CM mm-hmm. Punk has wrestled every mid-card AEW guy that you want. He's wrestled Thunder, Thunder House, Powerhouse Hobbs. For some reason, he went against uh, Darby Allen. He, I mean... You know, not not calling these guys mid cards like Darby Allen or, or, mm-hmm, or you mm-hmm. know, just even just anybody. He's 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 wrestled any and everybody. It's time for him to mean more, right? Mm-hmm. It, and if we're being honest, yes, they built up to Adam Page beating Kenny Omega the right way. The thing that hurt Adam Page beating Kenny Omega, you know, what hurt him what? is those people within. Two months, we got Punk, we got we got uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, and we got D, uh, Brian Danielson back in well, not in, in AEW when his title reign started. So in turn, the 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 allure of Adam Page was just taken out of the room because those three, especially Punk, come on, man, Punk's return that shook up the world, and I think. The worst thing they did was he never got into anything meaningful until MJF. Mm-hmm. And I know you're gonna tell me the other guy before him, that other paper before him was was meaningful, but MJF was the biggest meaningful thing that he had. And I think, and if I'm Tony Khan, I've Punk has done enough. It's time for one of those three guys that have come there to now to now carry the company. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. And you let MJF, you know, what I mean, unless you give it to MJF, but it, it, Paige is not it, man. 
Nah, Paige is not it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say Paige is not it. He's very much had some of the best matches, best run oh, for the okay. title. You're right. But, I'm talking about right now. He's not right it. now. I don't yeah. know who would I give the ball to. It's got to be Punk. Is he going to stay with Punk? Or you decide to go somewhere else? You give it to Punk, and then you let Punk and Omega, because Omega's coming back this year, right? Later this year? Mm-hmm. Or is it, or is it okay? So, because Punk, Punk can be, no, because he had to be a heel to beat Adam Page. Huh. Yeah, that's it. So you give it to Punk. He's heel. Wardlow beats Punk. Hmm. After Wardlow is finished with MJF, Wardlow beats Punk. Hmm. Now your belt means what it's supposed to mean. And he's a home, Wardlow is a a homegrown guy. He gets the strap. And here we go. Uh huh. I just feel like they need to pick somebody who they feel can run the company for a while. MJF has the capability, but you know, if they want to give it to him, that's the thing. If because you know WWE is watching. Yeah, if they get you know they you know they're looking at MJF. Yeah, it's two people they want from them. If it's if it's as far as homegrown, you may can say Wardlow, but to me, the two people they want are MJF and Jade. I don't know much as Jay. I don't know because they probably they fumbled the bag already with her. But okay, you can you can say that they fumbled the bag with Cody too. They made him start right, But they now look, Cody's probably going to be Roman. Ooh, and that's going to be real interesting if that happens. But I just feel like MJF Warlow might be their top two guys they're going to look at. Even if going to pull some people. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, I'm starting a company, if I'm if I'm the bigger if I'm the biggest wrestling company in the world, and I have the money to take a star like MJF, you put MJF in his in his talking. On the biggest stage, MJF might be the best heel ever. Best heel since heel punk. When punk wasn't even a heel, he was just anti-John Cena, and they wanted him to be the heel. Mm-hmm. Which he, is I what think made he's the one now. Nah, because Roman's technically a heel. Yeah, because Roman's still technically a heel. You had to just look down the line before he came. So, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely two. MJF is two. I give you that. But right. Roman's technically a heel, so. Right. But, yeah, those would be the main two. But also, you know, since WWE doing this comedy stuff lately. Yeah. I look at Orange Cassidy. They'll change his name, but I'll put Orange Cassidy in there. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I think it's a good pick. I think they should roll with that for double or nothing. And. Whoever they pick to be the main person should get the ball rolling fast and keep the momentum going until we get to the next pay-per-view. And what's what's in this pay-per-view? I forget. I don't know. Forbidden Door. Huh? 
Forbidden Door, yeah. Brian in the Forbidden Door, which, huh, hold on. Here's my thing about Forbidden Door. If we get CM Punk Punk versus Kenta, do we really need the title for that? No. I think CM Punk and Kenta is going to be, I think, let me take that back. Let me start over. I think Forbidden Door is going to be, um, just like a just what the name says. So you throw everything, everything logic wise out the out the window. Out of it. Yeah. So champions be damned, whatever. It's just all about the matches. Okay. Okay. I'm with you on that. All right. Now we got WrestleMania backlash coming up. AKA a whole lot of WrestleMania. Rematches. Let's go with the lineup so far. We got Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Snore. Um, We have AJ Styles versus Edge. Give us another good one. Yeah. Bobby Lashley versus Amos. That's going to be interesting to see how they play that one. Yeah. RK Vo, RK Bro versus the Usos. Winner takes all the tag team titles. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Because the Usos always give you a good one for a title match. Come on, man. You know that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Cody Rose versus Seth Freaking Rollins has been very built, has been built very well. Can't wait to see that one. And last but not least, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title in an I Quit match. What do you have to say? So basically, it's the best of the best of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the best of WrestleMania. Remix. Uh, Remix. Uh, <laughs> But I am I am excited about almost every match on this card. I mean, minus you know, and you know, Happy Corbin is there just to you know give a break or whatever. But bathroom break, yeah. Edge, Edge, and AJ, of course. I think they, I think this is the one they really get in their bag, right? Um, who is Roman? Does Roman have? You said Roman doesn't have one, right? Roman doesn't have one on here. Yeah, good, good, good. good. I hope they keep it that way. I hope they keep it that way. I hope they keep it that way and let Roman not have one um, because he doesn't have a foe right now. He doesn't need one. He Mm -mm. doesn't need one. And to me, the tag team match probably steals the show. Word, word, word. And you let Roman come out. That that might even close. Nah, you can't. Yeah, if you you close it with that, you got to have Roman fuck up the match. Yeah. So... That works. That'll work for me. That'll happen. But most likely they'll close. And I think what Cody Rose, Seth Freaking Rollins before that or in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. In the middle. Yeah. In the middle. And let me see. I don't know where they put Charlotte. What's the women's match? What's the women's match? Charlotte and Ronda. Because Bianca and Becky's not on there, right? No. Bianca doesn't have a. Yeah. Bianca doesn't have a opponent right now until they decide to put Sonyville in it, until they do the whole Sonyville abuse power thing again. I hope they don't do that. 
I hope I hope they I hope they leave Bianca off. Here's why: you let Charlotte and Ronda close the show, and you didn't. That lets you know if Ronda is what you think, and if you're able to, uh, if you're able to roll with that. And if they're doing all these United titles, mm-hmm. you get. Come on now. <laughs> Maybe you get Charlotte and Bianca here. If Charlotte Bianca is, if they can hold off, hold that to SummerSlam. <laughs> title first uh, title. Yes, I'm going to get these tickets. If we you title, what, you want you want to. We need to get our tickets. We do need to get our tickets. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, but we got tickets. Yeah, that needs to be the match. If that match needs get, to happen. If you can title versus title. At SummerSlam, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, under the, under the lights in Nashville, Tennessee, in Nissan, in Nissan Stadium, dog. Do you understand, man? That works. Yes, that sir. Works. Yes, sir. That works. That uh, that had me so that had me so as soon as they that's it. I saw got my tickets right there, got my money right there. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna sell, you know. I saw the ticket packages. I don't know if I'm gonna go gold package, but um you'll see me in there. I'm not I'm not getting no no thousand up like that, bro. No. No. No thousand coming up. I don't care what you're giving me, but no thousand coming up like that. I got a hundred and fifty limit. (laughs) Right. See two on a good day. You you let me know where we gonna sit at, but I'm be real. Anything right. over one fifty, I'm like, ah, ah. ah I gotta squeeze that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm real picky on that. I'm like, ooh, that's Oof, one. How ooh. Much, how much, how much, ah, oh no, how much taxes? How much? <laughs> as soon as you say, bro, I don't, I don't blame you. But uh, since we're talking about Edge, Uh, who would you like to join his group Judgment Day outside of Damian Priest since he's already there? Come on. I think Rhea Ripley's the layup. Right. Rhea Ripley's the layup. Yeah. I think she makes sense. And they they haven't really done it. I don't think they've had a faction. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe they've had a faction that has – had prominent men and women, right? Right. Because I mean, you have, I mean, it's right there for Naomi to draw a bloodline, but that didn't happen, or Tamina Snooker or Nia Jax. I mean, I know Tamina Snooker's not technically Samoan, but you but you know what I'm saying? Like she could have eased like they like, could she literally she literally was the Usos manager, I mean valet for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like they they had a chance to do yeah. that. They they're not going to obviously but you could have Nia Jax that then, yeah, or but, yeah. yeah, or Naomi, right? Well, that's right bring that team bad. <laughs> it was good. Bring it was back. good to see them in the in the ring. It was good to see them back. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. pull the plug. Go ahead and light that up. Yeah, no. but I think yeah, we <laughs> would be the um, first pick. Yeah, that's but the easy one. I want if I had my way. Uh-oh. As much as I want to put Rhea Ripley in there, I'll go Liv Morgan. Okay. Okay. And then add one more person. 
since I would say Damian Priest would be the big guy. Mm-hmm. I'd say add one of Edge's fellow neck brothers, Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. So, so here's them four. Yeah. That would be my pick if I go four. My fear, here's my fear if there's another male wrestler, is you you overshadow Priest because you're putting Priest with Edge to build up Damian Priest. Right, that's mm-hmm. the whole that's the whole game plan to beat up Damian Priest. If you have Edge can, being the puppet master for Damian Priest and for maybe Liv Morgan, maybe even you know real, whichever one you know we roll with there. Right. If you have that, you have him being able to be adding years on the Edge's career because he becomes a talker. Then and then you allow Damian Priest to be the the guy, right? Mm-hmm for that faction and then you have then you get to set up priest versus edge a year from now mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then rhea ripley gets you know she you know whoever she goes with you know, she goes with him but it's just i don't the fear chomper no, let me say this chomper makes sense mm-hmm. chomper makes a lot of sense i just i don't want because I, I i like damian priest i think damian priest could be dope I don't want to mess it, mess up his, you know, mess it, help his chances by putting another a guy with him. Oh, okay, okay, I that's you. all. I just think it'll work. I mean, I think it will work, but you never know with WWE. We just gotta wait and wait and wait for them to make the right decision. Yes, sir. Anywho, it is time for the wrestler. The black wrestler that you should know about. Let's do it. Now, excuse me. One, this wrestler was recently on Raw in the wedding in the background. Okay. Two, she is from the one place that if you looked in the Caribbean, if you thought, What's the one place in the Caribbean with a whole lot of pride? The people have pride in the country. Mm-hmm. And that one place is Jamaica. So mm-hmm. my pick is Jocelyn Navarro. Okay. Now, if you don't know who she was in the Raw, on Raw, she was in the wedding part of Raw the week before last. She was the black woman with the blonde hair. She's a wrestler. Um, let me see. Let me get this right. She is a. Hold on. I'm trying to make sure. She is from the Caribbean, besides from Cleveland, Ohio. Only 25 mm-hmm. years old. Debuted in 2016 under Brandon Alexander. I mean, not Brandon Alexander, Xavier or Xavier or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. as her trainer. And if I'm right, she's currently under AIW Wrestling. And that's where she's from. She's been doing it pretty well. She has, using the um, calling herself the Caribbean Mommy, the Chocolate Goddess. Oh, okay. Um, She's also 
Let me see if I'm right here. I'm trying to, you know, get my information. I'm going to make sure my information is correct here. She won the Black Diamond Wrestling Championship, Women's Championship one time. That is one of her championships that she's won. And she's currently working with other promotions as well. Uh, currently, if I'm right, let me see. I'm trying to make sure. No, it's not even on here. But she's been working with multiple different promotions. Mm-hmm. And that is my pick, Miss Jocelyn Navarro. I like it. I say it every week when you do these, man. And I, of course, I go check the people out. But every time you do these, it's just we've come so far. You know what I mean? Just I'll say I'll leave it at that. But we've come so far being able to you being able to do our entire segment about a, a woman or a man or a woman every month, every week that we should know. That's amazing to me, man. Amazing. Yeah. And it's not just, I mean, of course there are black, there's always been black wrestlers for anyone jumps down, you know, whatever, but no, nah, this is different. This is completely different than what we got going on right now. Completely different. Yeah. So thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Also, she got a picture with Naomi on the IG, just to be sure. Yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. All right. Let me see what we got. <laughs> so, um, look, Hogan was doing a little interview. And, you know, somebody brought up, you know, she was talking. And she was talking about her with another wrestler's daughter mm-hmm. they was talking about a certain i'm from right let me see, make sure if i'm right if she was talking to britney page which is diamond dallas page's daughter and asked why that and she was saying to her so why there isn't a wrestling union <laughs> and she said i have to google and i really don't she said, I gave it a Google and I really don't and I really don't want to dive into that. So the interviewer says this, and I quote, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And his name is, and Brooke Hogan just had a deer in the headlights look and said, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They ain't trying to mess that up, man. They they, they you know, it might be true, but. Yeah, no. We all know. Yeah. The reason why it's not one, but mm-hmm. it's the way her, how she reacted. <laughs> That's why I want to talk about it. Yeah. And how she just was like, ugh. Um, yeah. I don't blame her. Yeah, I don't need that smoke today. I don't want to hear nah, it. No, sir. No, sir. Rebound, buddy. <laughs> no smoke today. I'm good. We have it. Smoke ain't for me tonight. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because that was funny, you know. <laughs> All right, random things from the internet. All right, so what is one of the greatest running gags in wrestling to you? One of the greatest running gags? Yeah. Uh, anything are truth related? Or some of those old rumors from the 80s that I don't want to speak about that might get us canceled. Yeah, they might. Okay. But um one of the newest running gags of all that we have now, 
is Sting in the Sting mask. <laughs> Somebody made a video compa- compilation of Sting in the Sting mask, surprising people. Okay. And I'm talking about from NWO and everything. Sting just popping out with the Sting mask. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Somebody made an RKO compilation. Yeah. And it is from A to Z. Every wrestler that he RKO'd from A to Z. Oh, boy. And it is a long list. Poor Evan Bourne. He wasn't expecting that. Poor Evan Bourne. I think I heard me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. He wasn't. Poor fella. Poor fella. All right. 19 years ago, WWE hosted a pay-per-view alongside Girls Gone Wild. Okay. People that don't know, Girls Gone Wild was around time, and now we're finding out more about it, and it's going to be crazier. It was something. It was something. All right. Let's see. Let me get this. Go on and get this out. 35 years ago, this is a Memphis wrestling gym right here. Uh-huh. Austin Idol beat Jerry Lawler in a hair versus hair match. Hair versus hair cage match. To win the AWA Southern Heavyweight title. 35 years ago. And they got a video of it and people trying to climb the cage and everything. It was mad because um, somebody <laughs> got in the match. Yeah. Good old Memphis wrestling. Good old Memphis got wrestling. Got to love it. All right. Santino Morella. Who now has a daughter that works for WWE? Shout out to him. That's cool. All right. So somebody tweeted this, and I quote: "Y'all out here surprised by Elias and Ezekiel being brothers, like Santino Morello's sister didn't have the same exact tattoos, and we just let it slide." Also told us the Undertaker and Kane's were brothers. I just let it play out. Maybe Santino answers and says. I used to hate it when my sister got the same set. I mean, I used to hate it when my sister got the exact same tattoo as me. We are fraternal twins, not identical, but she always wanted to be identical. Drove me crazy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. That's it. All right. I got another compilation video of RKO's. And it's Randy Orton getting RKO by his wife and kids. That works. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That is hilarious. RKO'd by every member of the family. That's funny. All right. Um, in up in Upsetting news, the Iconics, a.k.a. The Inspiration, um, Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay, they decided to step down 
from Emory Absent right now. Um, don't know why. They just having something going on. I'm just gonna leave it alone. They just seven away for in ring action, and I wish them the best. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So, Lee Moriarty, my guy, another guy that I mentioned from the Black Wrestlers that you should know. Mm-hmm. My dog is betting a thousand right now. Right, and he's doing well. You know, he put it on, you know, put out a video on Twitter. And MJF <laughs> responded with, you get no bitches. Lee Moriarty answers with, I'm in a monogamous relationship with her, so I'm good. And he posts a picture of his lady. Oh, boy. I mean, hey. Hilarious. MJF just wants to bring out the just wants to bring out the troll. Yeah. He's a good at it. That's it. He is great at it. And hey, you see why WWE is trying to throw that money at him. All right, you know, um Impact did have a pay-per-view. Indeed. Um and if you haven't seen it, Trey Miguel. Who was also a member, used to be a member of MSKs, we called the Rascals, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Had his interest come out and he did a did a homage to um Spider-Man. To Spider-Man, Miles Morales Spider-Man. Pretty nice. Okay. Had to, you know, come out with the spray paint. Yeah, it was pretty cool of him to do that. Wanna hear something funny? What? I still ain't seen that new Spider-Man. Wow. Anywho, let's move on. Because <laughs> I'm not surprised at that. I'm really not. I'm just more like, wow, he really going to admit this on the pod like this. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Let me see. Let me look on down. All right. Sami Zayn. Talked about his WrestleMania match. They had a video clip of Wee Man body slamming him. <laughs> he said this and I quote, Look, I love this video. One of the biggest compliments I got about the WrestleMania match with Johnny Knoxville is was Adam Cole, who has seen it and called it off for 25 years, saying that it was the most fun he's had calling the match. He and Pat added so much. What a party. Yeah. I mean, they're telling the truth, man. That was that was. I mean, say what you want. I, we talked about it. Say what you want, dog. That was fun. Very much fun. We can flip it and flop all we want to, and hoopity hoop and all that, man. But that was fun, dog. It was very much fun. All right, Mark, Matt Cardona, our guy, mm-hmm. seven belts, shouting himself, seven belts, shouting. Tweeted this and I quote, a friend, a fan illegally jumped the guardrail last night at AE, I mean at AIW wrestling and assaulted me. I'm officially pressing charges. He pretty much got on um, here with a hurricane by a little girl. <laughs> wrestling is fun, man. Wrestling yeah. is fun. 
Wrestling is fun. It is. Let me see. We'll go one more thing because had a lot okay. going on. It's all good. What do you think? Let me see here. I don't know if that's right. No, that's wrong. Nope. Nope. All right. I got a video of our boy Walter. Wait, that's not his name anymore, right? It's not his name anymore. Okay. Walter in the um Independent days, Walter. Okay. And he powerbombed Ray Felix so hard that his mask came off. Damn. <laughs> oh boy, it was a clean powerbomb, but oh boy. Man, mask flew off. Holmes is a different animal, man. Man, a different area. And oh boy, that. And that is random things from the internet. Dope shit, man. Oh, Dope shit. A whole lot of shit. Just a yeah. whole lot. It's right. your best of the week, ain't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. All right. The story here. All right. Um, we talked about Impact Knockouts Division. Yeah. This happens to be the first Impact Knockouts Division wrestling match I've seen. And that match is Awesome Kong versus Gail Kim for the for the Knockouts Championship in 2008. It happened in Resolution. Mm-hmm. And that was a rematch from Final Resolution. And it ended up being the main event on the next Impact. So... Basically, them two, like, if you know the history, um, the two ladies are very good friends and they have a very good rapport. Yeah. And they put a very good match on. I mean, it started from the gate. Awesome Khan pretty much said, you know what? As soon as you get in the ring, I'm beating you up. You know what? Matter of fact, I'm not going to get in the ring. I'm just going to beat you up as soon as you come down the aisle. I like it. And that's what happened. Like the aggression. It started from that point. It was great. Kim, I mean, Gail Kim was elite, man. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted at all. She might look like she don't do nothing, but she elite. Yeah. She with it. So, at that, you got probably one of the best wrestlers at that time, which was Awesome Kong. And then Awesome Kong pretty much powerbombed her through the dog on ring almost and to win her first knockout championship. So, that is my pick. Awesome Kong versus Gail Kim, TNA Impact, January 10th, 2008. Good shit. Yep. Good. I had to dig in the crate for that one. I had to dig in the crate. I like it. But it's time for us to get on out of here because um, I got to get up early and work. Not going <laughs> to dope. This just sucks, huh? Bruh. I wish I was 12. <laughs> yeah, man. You got anything you want to say to the people? Fuck Hulk huh? Hogan. <laughs> Fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck uh, 
What's another one? Uh, he's the only one I can confirm off the top of my head. Fuck Hulk Hogan. R.I.P. New Jack. Top 10 New Jack. Top 10 New Jack. And, and hey, Naya. Hey, Jack, shout out to you. Oh, God, you're still on that? She be, you know. I mean, okay. I mean, okay. Hey, Jay. We ain't gonna, no, no discussion. No discussion. Hey, Jay. How was that, baby? Hey, Jay. Yeah. Um, Jay, you need some red money or something? Need a little bit or something? Need a little something? Need <laughs> 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 something to keep them lights on? Need a something? Oh, shit. <laughs> man, let's get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs>